Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So, we didn't get any new stories this week, but I have some embarrassing moments. First one. I pooped my pants while riding in a car with my ex. She wasn't an ex at the time. I managed to hide it, but we got into an argument about why I was acting weird. It took me almost 10 years to tell her. The truth is, I was getting over an illness and was on the way home from dinner that I probably wasn't well enough to go to, but my pride pushed me out of the house. During the drive home, I sneezed, and that did the trick. I sat in silence for the duration of the ride home, When we got back to my place, I did not make eye contact or even open the door for her. I ran wildly up the stairs into my (laughs) tiny valley apartment and locked myself in the bathroom, wrapped my underwear in an old towel, and threw it out the window. I got it a few hours later. (laughs) Wait, she couldn't smell? I don't don't know. I mean, she had to have known, right? Not necessarily. It would stink. Maybe. Maybe not. Not necessarily. Obviously, she didn't smell it or she wouldn't have been like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> okay, next one. I was getting a spray tan for my cousin's wedding and had a UTI. I couldn't hold it in the booth, so I ended up rushing out of the tanning salon with streaks down my legs. Tried to fix it as much as I could with self-tanner. No. That that's Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> In eighth grade, the only punch I ever threw in my life ended in him dodging and me spinning a full 360 degrees before falling over a bench in front of every boy in gym class. (laughs) (laughs) That was horrible. Poor guy. Next one, my boyfriend, now husband, had visited and slept at my mom's for the first time. We left and my sister called in hysterics. Her dog had gotten into the garbage, and my mom pulled a used condom out of the dog's mouth. Just kill me. (laughs) That's embarrassing. Yeah. I got the curved handle handle of an umbrella stuck in my mouth in public. (laughs) (laughs) How does that happen? They didn't didn't elaborate, so. But, yeah, that's embarrassing. Next one, I went to confessions for the first time in a long time, and when the priest put his hand up, I gave him a high five, but it turns out he was just trying to give me his blessing. <laughs> like, right on, daddy <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate the support. <laughs> oh, next one. In high school, I had a crush on this guy, and one time a bunch of us were having a movie night at my friend's house, and I managed to sit next to him and fell asleep curled up next to him on the couch. Super cute, right? Come to find out three months later that apparently I had cuddled up with my butt on his leg, and after I drifted off, I let out a huge fart, and he just looked at my friends in horror and said, guys, I felt that. That was the end of my crush on Fernando. Aww. That's so embarrassing. Oh, my Fernando. God. Three months later. Oh, my gosh. Shoot. Nothing. Those, they must not be anything like us. I know. You've right? been like, oh, my God. You know what you did? <laughs> the second you woke up. <laughs> Shit. He's waking you up. Hey, get up. 
really loud farted just now. Wake up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, next one, I was sick once. Thought I started to feel well enough to go to the store and get medicine. I ended up shitting my pants standing in the checkout line and was asked to leave. Oh, that's rude. I know. Like someone does that on purpose. That's horrible. Um, next one, waiting tables. I broke a woman's nose with a salad plate. Oh, oh my gosh. That'd be that's so embarrassing. Not good. No. When I was 11, this blind kid asked me to help him find his friend, and I asked him what he looked like. No. Over a decade later, I still think about it at least once a month. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not your fault. No. You, we don't just, even think about it. That's, oh. That's just normal. I mean, that's. Yeah, what do they look like? Oh, that's so bad. How else are you going to find I them? I know, but oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's still embarrassing. Yeah. Next one, I was a server at a restaurant and was taking payment from a table. The customer reached her hand out for the receipt, but I misunderstood and instead reached out and held her hand. (laughs) (laughs) That service with a little bit of extra. So nice. Uh, Next one, I went to a funeral for my friend's dad. When I saw my friend, I meant to ask how his mom was doing, but was flustered. So what came out was, so how's your dad doing? I left via a window. (laughs) (laughs) Next one, I was a huge Jonas Brothers fan in middle school and wrote JB on my face for their movie premiere, not knowing the mirror makes it backwards, and went to school with BJ on my face. That's embarrassing. That's a bummer. Uh, next one, doing a coffee run in a shorter red dress. As I crossed the drive through line, coffees in hand, I tripped onto the hood of a car, driver behind the wheel, and my dress went over my head and coffee went all over his car. Oh, oh my gosh. I would die. That'd be a good beginning to a rom-com. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, let's but not see. in real life. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> Uh, next one, I was I was in seventh grade, went to school like a normal day. Then we had gym class, so we had to change. Everything was fine. After gym, I went to get dressed and was like, where the fuck are my pants? There were a pair of jeans after everyone had left. I got dressed, but they weren't mine. But I had no pants, so I put them on, and they were like way too big on me. So I told my teachers, and he was so mad. He went to every classroom asking to see people's pants, and it literally turned into this huge thing. He took me to the principal and was like, look at these pants. (laughs) They're way too big. (laughs) Someone stole her pants. He was showing every teacher. He called my mom. She comes to school and sees me, and she's like looking at me. Uh, She said, let me see the tag. I show her. And she's like, oh, my God, these are my pants. (laughs) I literally accidentally went to school with her pants on, didn't realize it until after gym class, and started this whole fucking huge manhunt for some person who stole my pants and left me ones that were too big. (laughs) That is obviously not a morning person. No. They were half asleep until after gym. Yeah. They were half asleep for most of the day. (laughs) next one 
Valentine's Day, seventh grade, I had a crush on a boy. I walked down the street to his house and left a secret admirer note taped to his bedroom window because romantic. <laughs> but it had snowed, so we followed the tracks back to my house where I denied everything and slammed the door in his face. <laughs> And my last one, one time I was walking into elementary school and someone said, look at that dead bird. I looked up. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Those are my embarrassing moments for the week. (laughs) So this week I did two sets. So the first set is Hauntings of South Africa. Ooh, okay. And then the second half is Hauntings in Italy. Cool, okay. I remember you telling me you were going to do countries. Yeah. Like a long time ago. Now, Odin's going to kick your ass. You know, every week I have to cut out an animal fight. (laughs) Almost. Does it happen that often? Or something. It's something with the animal. You're always like, stop it. Get out. What are you doing? there's three of them i know i get it i'm just saying that's funny (laughs) anyway so what i was going to say is since these are you know out of the country yes um i'm not going to be able to pronounce a lot of things so oh we do that all the time yeah but this is going to be way worse (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm sure we'll make it through all right so first one we've got this is south africa this one is cape of good hope one of the most popular South African ghost stories is that of Der Derfligend Hollander. Oh God, you guys! Which means the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> Nailed it. Legend has it that in 1941, a Dutch trade ship capsized just off the coast of the Cape of Good Hope after succumbing to the grip of a storm. The Flying Dutchman is doomed to sail those stormy seas forever, and the tale goes that whoever crosses its path will die an untimely death. I've heard of the the Flying Dutchman before. Yeah, I've heard that. I remember they did a SpongeBob episode on it. On the Flying Dutchman? Mm-hmm. Oh, well then that makes sense. That's obviously where I heard it then. Hmm. I thought it was a brand name or something, though. I don't know. Uh, next one is Karoo National Park. The mountains of the beautiful Karoo National Park are often covered in a thick blanket of mist, which is the root of this tale. Locals speak of the water spook, or water ghost, and legend has it that the spirit covers the mountain so that it can move around without being seen. The temperamental ghost is also said to lure livestock into a deep pool where they eventually drown. Mm -hmm. The many unmarked graves in the area add to the eerie atmosphere. Why would they kill livestock? I don't know. That's weird. And water ghost is so scary to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't like water anyway, but thinking yeah. there's a ghost under Ooh, there? Oh, no. God. That's so creepy. The old town of Matchesafontaine. That is so wrong. <laughs> In the Western Cape is famous for its ghost stories, specifically the Lord Milner Hotel and its surrounds. One of the most well-known stories is the tragic tale of Kate, a nurse during the South African War, who passed away mysteriously. Visitors to the hotel have claimed to see her staring from the hotel's top turrets and hearing the sound of shuffling cards. 
which she loved to play with her patients from a room on the second floor known as Kate's Card Room. That's crazy. You hear cards all the time when it comes to paranormal stuff. I wonder if they're easy to move or... Probably. That's crazy. Little pieces of paper. But you would think that would be more... You know, because you don't hear that about money or... Mm -mm. It's it's cards a lot. Well, really, money wouldn't make much noise, I guess. But cards kind of have a a distinct sound. Huh. Very interesting. Yeah. The Nottingham Road Hotel in Kazian Midlands. In the past, guests and staff have reported that the spirit of a woman roams the hotel and its grounds. Charlotte, a prostitute who fell in love with a British soldier, was killed after jumping or falling to her death from room 10 in the Nottingham Road Hotel. What the heck? The organized What? Say what? I think, it's organized? Suppo- I think it's supposed to be this organized ghost or something wow. like that. But yeah, they messed up. This organized ghost apparently moves flower arrangements, tidies away clothes, and straightens mirrors. That yes. Sense. <laughs> yeah, they like, messed what up. Is that word? <laughs> That's not a word at all. That was horrible. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Suwee-wee. <laughs> So we week spurt or so we week spurt spurt oh my god oh my gosh <laughs> also known as smuggler's route okay there we, we can go. pronounce that yes. the winding road of Swiss just say the other thing smuggler's route <laughs> was once the main road used by smugglers, runaways, slaves, and outlaws. In an attempt to fight the criminal use of the road, a toll gate was erected, and its ruins still remain. Modern-day travelers have reported seeing the ghost of the first toll gatekeeper running into the road at night. He's also known for flagging down motorists and disappearing soon after. Ooh, weird. I hate it when they flag down motorists. That's so creepy. Uh, It is. Smuts House in Irene. General Jan Smuts, a renowned philosopher, scholar, botanist, statesman, and soldier, lived in this historically preserved house for over 40 years. The story goes that the farm was previously owned by a family who fled during the South African War after burying their valuables, including, I don't know, 30,000, what is that, euros or something? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Worth of gold in the yard many pounds oh i guess we're in south africa is that right yeah i don't freaking know yeah some kind of money (laughs) yeah many visitors have reported seeing an old man on the grounds specifically in one of the bedrooms within the house izzy smuts jan smuts wife often spoke about the ghost and his presence in their house Hmm. the castle of good hope in cape town The Castle of Good Hope is one of the country's oldest buildings and is notorious for being haunted. It is said that the spirit of Lady Anne Barnard, a travel writer, artist, and socialite, often makes an appearance in the ballroom of the castle. 
There's also tales of a black hound that leaps at you before disappearing, as well as the lost souls of those dragged down into the Donkergot, or Dark Hole, <laughs> a windowless dungeon where many were imprisoned and tortured. Oh, no. Uniondale in Western Cape. The ghost of Uniondale is one of the most notorious in South Africa, and hers is a tragic tale about the sudden death of two lovers. Allegedly, in the late 60s, Maria Rue and her fiancé were driving just outside the town when their car crashed. Neither of them survived, and Maria is said to walk the road at night asking for a lift back into town and vanishing after getting into unsuspecting motorist cars. Oh, no. Rumor has it that Maria and her fiancé were on their way to break the news of their engagement to their parents. Oh, my gosh. That's so sad. Yes. And again, waving down cars yeah that's so creepy i'm not stopping for nobody no no i'm sorry Mm -mm. okay now we're on to italy okay chapel of the dead in otranto if you take a trip to this incredible cathedral built by the normans in the 11th century uh, in otranto a town in the southerly province of Apulia, you'll see the display of the bones and skulls of 813 Otranto martyrs beheaded during the infamous Turkish, Turkish massacre in 1480 in the Chapel of the Dead. Exhibited as well in glass cases behind the altar is the stone upon which these gruesome acts were allegedly performed. On top of that, there's also the sinister crypt reminiscent of a dungeon that visitors can brave. Cadario in Venice. Many consider Venice to be one of the most haunted cities in Europe, and Cadario is a prime example. Architecturally beautiful, Cadario is a home on the edge of the Canal Grand. Locals refer to it as the house of no return because of the eerie deaths that have occurred to anyone who has owned the building. Built in the 15th century, the original owner and designer, Giovanni Dario, lost his son to murder and daughter to suicide while they lived in the house. There were two more murders and suicides in Dicario and Cadario, and the 13 successive owners have all died mysteriously. Weird. Capuchin catacombs in Palermo. I don't know if that's how you say that. If it's like the monkey, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Italy has no shortage of creepy catacombs. The Capuchin Catacombs is a burial crypt off the mainland in Palermo, Sicily, and was originally meant to serve just the monks of the Capuchin Monastery. Eventually, others were allowed to be buried there, and it turns into a status symbol for those allowed in. 8,000 mummies line the walls, and the bodies are in varying states of decomposition with some morbidly set up in poses. The catacombs are open to tourists, and many have claimed to hear whistling, whispering, and even return to a room to find skeletons moved into different positions. Ew! That is creepy. Oh my gosh. The mummies of Ferentio in Umbria. In in Italian, do they pronounce the L's? I don't know. Ferentillo? I don't know. I don't know. The tiny town of Ferentillo in southern Umbria has an ominous surprise below the church of Santo Stefano. 
bodies buried there were preserved by a rare microfungus that attacked the corpses and turned them into mummies, mm-hmm. some of which are on display in the Museum of the Mummies of Ferentillo. That doesn't sound right. Ferentillo? <laughs> I don't know. In the bottom of the church. Some of the corpses still have hair, beards, and teeth, and a few are wearing clothes. Among the corpses on display are a mother with her baby and a lawyer who was murdered and his murderer. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. The Museum of Purgatory in Rome. In the small church of Sacro... Oh, jeez. Sacro Cura Suffragio near Castle Sant'Angelo. In the center of Rome is the one-room mausoleum of souls in purgatory. It purports to have recorded various instances of souls trapped between heaven and hell trying to draw the attending to ask them for their prayers and help them pass into heaven. You can see evidence of purgatory and the paranormal, such as photos of imprints on sleeves and handprints burned onto the pages of prayer books. Ooh, weird. Witch's Village of Triora in Liguria in 1587 in the village of Triora Triora, located in Italy's Liguria region there was a famine that lasted over two years a group of women who met at night in a place called the Cabatina were blamed for it and were accused of witchcraft causing storms that ruined crops Infanticide, infanticide is that how you say that? Sex with the devil, making poisonous potions, transforming themselves into cats so they could sneak into houses, etc. Witch trials were held, and 300 women were accused and interrogated. 50 of them were tortured, during which some died. The Triora Museum is dedicated to the women who were tortured and killed, and records of their confessions are on exhibit. That's so sad. They're probably yeah. normal. Well, yeah, three hundred of them. <laughs> yeah, oh they're just God. regular people. <clears throat> Medieval Criminal Ultra Museum in Tuscany, in San Gimignano, Jim Gimignano, Gimignano, Nano. I don't know. How do you expect me to edit that? <laughs> I don't know, but I can't. I can't pronounce these. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> A small medieval town in Tuscany. Okay, so in San Gimignano, a small medieval town in Tuscany, there's a medieval criminal and torture museum where you can see disturbing devices used to torture victims during the Roman Inquisition. These include instruments such as iron maidens, guillotines, and torture chairs used on those considered heretics. Some of the common charges included practicing homosexuality, promiscuity, Judaism okay I think so but it's got an A so Mm. Judaism and Protestantism (laughs) okay oh gosh these people getting murdered for nothing that happened a lot I know pisses me off alright and my last one is Paviglia in Venice, definitely one of, if not the creepiest places in Italy and maybe even Europe, is the island of Paviglia. Close to the forest and therefore known as the Forbidden Island, 
It's located in the Ven Venetian Lagoon. The famous legend has it that a healer, or witch as many believed, cursed the island, proclaiming it to never be inhabited again, and people refused to live there. Eventually, it was used as a mass burial ground during the Black Death and other plagues. When ships entering the lagoon were found to carry the plague, passengers were quarantined on Paviglia. Later, it was turned into a hospital for the mentally ill. As the story goes, a doctor there tortured and butchered patients with experimental therapies. He went mad himself and jumped from a window to his death, but his body was never found. Through its recorded history, it is believed that at least 160,000 people died on Paveglia, confirming its status as one of the places in the world with the highest amount of deaths per square meter. Allegedly, the island is haunted by the people who died there, and some who pass by report hearing cries and screams. That is super creepy. And how did they not find his body if exactly. he jumped? Exactly. Where'd it go? Oh my gosh, that is so creepy. And 160,000 people? Mm -hmm. That is crazy. No wonder it's haunted. I did glitch in the Matrix kind of stories. Okay. Some of them are more coincidence I think but first one when I was around seven years old I had a dream I was going to Disneyland and riding on a ride that flew over oceans valleys and fields there was even a part when where we flew over orange trees and you could smell the oranges I told my mom about the about the dream the next day and she said that sounded like a fun ride fast forward three years and my mom and I went to California Adventure right after it opened we got on uh, soaring over California and when we got to the orange tree part, we just turned and stared at each other. Ooh. I'm assuming you can smell oranges and stuff. Yeah. Right? That's, that's creepy. Yeah. Next one, I dreamed I was babysitting my neighbor's son, and my neighbor said to me, before I go, do you have the number for his podiatrist? His podiatrist. His podiatrist. I woke up with the word echoing, wondering what it was all about. Then my mother called to say that my little brother had lost his state championship spelling bee the day before on the word podiatrist. Ooh, I got chills <laughs> I on did. that one. That's <laughs> weird. Next one, I had a, a crazy vivid dream in seventh grade. I dreamt that there was a white van parked outside my house. A man got out, walked to my house, broke in, and went to my brother's room and killed him. Freaked out. It was 3 a.m. and I couldn't sleep, so I went into the kitchen and turned the light on. A few seconds later, the headlights on a white cargo van flipped on outside and it sped away. Oh my gosh. I Talk know. about chills. I Ooh. know. Ooh. I would be freaking out. I know. Oh my gosh. Was, were they going to murder his brother? Oh my gosh. Holy crap. Okay, next one. One morning I woke up, rolled out of bed, brushed my teeth, and had breakfast as usual, and then went about my day. I lounged around a bit around the house, played my DS, uh, Nintendo DS, and pl plinked away at my guitar. I can't read. A lazy morning. Suddenly, I'm driving in my car a couple towns over on my way to Barnes & Noble. I pull over and try to collect my thoughts. I remembered waking up and getting ready, watering plants, cleaning stuff up in the living room, then hopping in my car. But I also remember doing all the stuff from the other version of that morning. So I had two separate days that suddenly merged into one and kept both memories. Ooh, that's creepy. It is. What would you do if you were just suddenly, like, sit, like chilling on your couch, 
I would flip out. And then all of a sudden you were like two towns in your car. I would flip out. Oh my gosh. Next one. I only vaguely remember the incident, but one night both of my grandparents were woken up by a loud sound. My grandmother swore it was a gunshot. My grandpa said it was a car backfiring since there was no one nearby who would be shooting. We lived pretty far away from anyone. They bickered over it for a while and then went back to bed. About 15 minutes later or so, the phone rang. It was my aunt. Her husband had been shot with a shotgun by a neighbor just 20 minutes before. The thing is, they lived seven states away. Wow. That's crazy. That's like one of those exploding head things kind of. Yeah. Or something. And they were sleeping, too. Mm. Weird. Next one, when I was about six or seven, my cat died. It was the first time I'd experienced death, and it really shook me up. Then about a month later, I saw my cat walk into my room, clear as day. I wasn't freaked out, and I didn't question it. I reached down to pet him, and suddenly he was gone. This happened a few more times until we got two new cats. Each time it happened, the fact that he was dead never crossed my mind. Oh. That's weird. Uh, next one. I remember the crash. My dad was T-boned in his green Nissan. I remember telling the police all about it at the scene. I remember my parents telling me to tell the doctors that my neck and chest hurt, even though they didn't. I remember having a week off of school, which was fun. I remember my dad berating the insurance company over the phone. So a few years ago, when my dad bragged about how he had never been in an accident, I took the smug pleasure of correcting him and reminding everyone about the accident, but everyone looked at me like I was going crazy. According to my family, my dad had never even had a Nissan, and he would never drive a green car because he thinks they're unlucky. Huh. Weird. Just random memories. Yeah, weird. weird. Next one, one evening I was getting out of a Rotterdam, Rotterdam subway? Is that subway? I have no idea. Uh, when I spotted an old friend who I hadn't seen in years heading into the subway too. I called out his name, he turns, waves, and makes the call me gesture. The doors close and the subway rode off. It was my friend who told me he had just seen me as I got on the train heading home from the bar. Apparently, I grinned, waved, and gestured, call me, then the door shut, and the train drove off. I live in Rotterdam. He lived in Edschedeed. Okay. That's, that's just over 200 kilometers, or 125 miles apart. Ooh. So they both saw each other do the same thing, but that's neither weird. one of them saw each other. That's weird. I know. Next one, when I was very young, maybe five or six, I tried to watch a VHS tape of a movie I liked, nothing but static. I tried my Barney tape and static again. I ejected the tape and called my mom into the room. She inserted the tape and pressed play exactly like I had moments before, and it worked perfectly fine. She just thought I did it wrong. Uh, she went back to her room across the hall and immediately static. I ran to her room to get her. When we came back, it was playing. And no one believed me. Oh. <laughs> That's sad. Okay. Next one, I was walking on the sidewalk along a busy road when suddenly, with a step, the whole damn world changed around me. It was a crazy hot day, but suddenly it was cool and cloudy, and there were only a few cars on the road and lots of people riding bicycles. I remember seeing a girl in a blue dress out of the corner of my eye. It was so surreal, but the next step, I was back in the usual reality to this day i have no idea what happened see that's 
fucked up. I know. What the fuck? It's like you could be walking down the street and just all of a sudden be in this other place. That's so weird. What the fuck? I would be flipping out. I would be too. And you know, there's so many of these stories. I know. If one of them's true. What if, yeah, what if it, what if it happened to you? I would die. <laughs> oh my God. Next one. I dreamt I was on a train that crashed. The guy in front of me was decapitated and the car train caught on fire before plunging off of a bridge into water. I drowned. I woke up in a panic and realized I wasn't dead and fell back asleep. I had the exact same dream and again and again. The next day, dragging my tired butt into work, wondering why my mind decided to play a dream like a bad v- VCR, I passed the volunteer desk at work with its daily pile of newspapers. The evening before, a train had crashed before plunging off a bridge into a river. Later, it came out that the crash produced some horrific injuries, including a decapitation. Ooh. Psychic. That's crazy. That's like she was in the person sitting behind that dude or mm-hmm. like what the fuck is that yep. crazy next one i stopped at a gas station on my way to work one morning i take out my debit card and go in i pay for my stuff and throw my debit card in a metal cup that i have in my car literally half a second later i look down and my card is gone i pull apart everything trying to look for it but couldn't find it i go to work then when i get home I find it sitting on my desk. I double check my bank account to make sure it was the card that I had used earlier, and it was. To this day, I still have no idea what happened. That's crazy. That is. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know I've said that about every single story, but what the fuck? That's insane. Next one. As a kid, I shot a rubber band off my fingers at a soccer goal. The rubber band, unbroken, was looped around one of the strings of the soccer goal. Absolutely no clue how that happened. That is weird. Yeah. It's magic. It is magic. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Next one, I saw a dude with no face driving a car. No features at all. It was just blank. I did more than just glance at him. I was staring. Just smooth skin and a men's haircut. I've never told anyone because it's so ridiculous sounding, and I don't think people would believe me. Oh my gosh. I Could would... you imagine? No. That is the scariest thing. And why wouldn't there be a face? Is it an alien? How are they driving? I don't know. I swear, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, but one time, I swear, I saw a girl driving down the road and she had like this thing over her mouth. It was like like a, a bandage, but it was covering her mouth. Hmm. It was crazy. Maybe she had some kind of surgery on her lips or something. I don't know. And then I thought, like, later on that day, I'm like, what if she was being kidnapped and we just drove by? Like, but what was I going to (laughs) do? Anyway. Uh, Next one. I regularly make a bunch of hard-boiled eggs to leave in the fridge for snacks, egg salad sandwiches, or whatever. And I had done just that. I emptied a full 18-pack of eggs into a pot, boiled them, cooled them, but when I put them back into the carton, there were only 16. I'm certain that the carton was full because I had bought it earlier that day. I never found the other two eggs. Since living in this house, it is the third time that I've noticed something has disappeared from the kitchen. I'm also missing a knife and a small pan. 
Um, she needs to check inside her walls. Yes, she does. Because there might be someone living there that you don't know is there. If I opened my walls and found two eggs, I would die. <laughs> That's <gross. laughs> Well, no, because if the person is living in the walls, they would eat the eggs. Oh. So you wouldn't find them. You That's might find the pan okay. and the whatever else was missing. A pan and a knife. Yeah, you might find those, but... Maybe just find the eggshells. Yeah. Ooh, that's so creepy. (laughs) (laughs) And this is my last one. One time I was walking with a friend and a spoon suddenly fell from above and landed next to us. Uh, There was nowhere nearby that it could have fallen from. No trees, no buildings, nothing. It just fell straight down, so it it wasn't possibly thrown at us. We still have no idea where the spoon could possibly have come from, but my friend kept it. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. That is weird. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay, witty wrap-up. I just did some more funny tweets. Okay. Okay. Getting a pap smear tomorrow. What should I hide in there to surprise my doctor? holy shit no oh my gosh that is amazing what would you hide i don't know so those teeth that oh my gosh that would be clamp. great teeth that chatter yeah you'd be like what the, what's that noise and you'd be like i don't know or we could always do with the our uh one of our podcasts what was it uh, sparkly oh pussy. yeah the hair glitter yeah <laughs> that would that the, would be definitely fancy a, pussy yeah fancy fancy glittery pussy okay <laughs> a dad at the coffee shop bought his child a cake pop and said don't tell mom and then winked at me like i asked to be part of their twisted web of lies creepy dude <laughs> <laughs> me while depressed you must be out of your mind if you think I'm about to work right now. Me in a good mood. You must be out of your mind if you think I'm about to work right now. <laughs> that is me. Very true. Yes. CBC. Wear a mask. Social distance. Get the vaccine. Me. Absolutely. CDC. Don't eat raw cookie dough. Me. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> There is no greater lie than me calling my yoga pants yoga pants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have yoga pants that I do not do yoga in. Uh, no. Yeah, I have a, I have a couple pairs. <laughs> yeah. Never do yoga. <laughs> when I got my first gyno exam as a teenager, the gynecologist asked me what I wanted to do for a career. I said I wanted to be an artist. Then while checking my cervix, she said I wanted to be a Muppeteer. Oh, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Asked my five-year-old what she wanted for dinner, and she said, not a burnt quesadilla. Because in the summer of 2019, I overcooked one side of her quesadilla. That's great. Ten years from now, remember when you burned my quesadilla? I'll take anything as long as it's not a burnt quesadilla. <laughs> Little shit. Uh, okay. I just opened a pre-pandemic, pre-
pre-baby purse, and it's like an archaeological discovery from a life I do not know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That would be very interesting. Yes. I always wonder about, like, people in their 20s, like, single people in their 20s who just moved out of their parents' house, like, what they did. Mm That would be horrifying. Yes. And, like, people with little kids all the time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have a question about kids, and my question is, what the hell? Toddlers innately know just when to give a parent a hug or say, I love you, if for no other reason than to ensure their own survival. <laughs> yes. My five-year-old lost her first tooth and is very certain that the tooth fairy will give it to an old lady who really needs it. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Do you imagine a bunch of old people walking around baby teeth? <laughs> All inconsistent sizes yeah. and stuff. That's funny. <laughs> when my four-year-old gets tired and she can't stop crying and gets angry about literally everything, and people keep, keep saying that she'll get better as she gets older, but seeing as I'm basically her 30 years later, I don't think these people know what they're talking about. <laughs> four-year-old. I need my princess dress now. Me. You heard the lady. Give her a princess dress. Stop. Four-year-old. Who are you talking to? Me. Your servants. Four-year-old. I don't have servants. Me. Exactly. That's brilliant. I love it. Oh, my God. I'm going to try that. My my three-year-old gave me a hug and said, here's a flower just for you. I got it from the plastic tree you told me not to touch. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute, but how can you get it? I know. Damn kids. My daughter turned five today. She is currently having a meltdown because she still looks four. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 35 years from now, you're going to be like, fuck you, I still look 35. (laughs) I may be 39, but I look 38. (laughs) I let my kindergartner watch a video on embryonic and fetal development, and now I can't convince him that babies don't start off as actual shrimp, which makes seafood dinner nights very complicated. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My daughter saw my husband putting ice cream on a cookie, and she looked at him and said, I wasn't aware that was something a person could do. (laughs) That is amazing, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Commercial on TV. Me as a kid. Hey, I have that toy. Me as an adult. Hey, I'm on that medication. After being told that edamame had no English variant, my six-year-old decided that Americans will will refer to it as Barbara from here on in. (laughs) We are eating salted Barbara right now. I can't pronounce that shit. It's called Barbara. (laughs) That's what you should have done with those country names. Yeah. Just call everything Barbara. 
This is Barbara. This is Sandy. <laughs> this is Paul. You guys just keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 2014, Happy by Pharrell spent 10 weeks at number one. Could you imagine if he dropped that song now? He would get three streams and a cease and desist letter from society. <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. Well, it is true. They were like, fuck you. <laughs> Shove that happy right up your ass. <laughs> oh my god. This is the first year I'm not going to because of COVID-19. Normally, I do not go because I am poor. <laughs> Damn COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one. I love contactless delivery. They just throw the slop at your door and I run out like a little pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> it is true. So and I did that tonight. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. People call us she. <laughs> They're so wrong. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Remember to send in your stories, ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. We will take anything. Anything. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. You can look us up on face group. Uh, face group. Don't. <clears throat> Facebook and asked to join the group and oh and I wanted to mention this last week because I was talking to Dawn and she had mentioned that she listens to us on Amazon oh and the episodes start at like 61 mm. so if you're new and you want to find our older episodes go to podbean.com and just look for our podcast and you can find all of our episodes there so catch up if you haven't heard them all and we will talk to you next week later bye asked my five-year-old what she wanted for dinner and she said not a burnt quesadilla because in the summer of 2019 i overcooked one side of her quesadilla (laughs) (laughs) 10 years from now remember when you burned my quesadilla i'll take anything as long as it's not a burnt quesadilla (laughs) little shit uh, okay. I just opened a pre-pandemic, pre-baby purse, and it's like an archaeological discovery from a life I do not know anymore. <laughs> that would be very interesting. Yes. I always wonder about, like, people in their 20s, like, single people in their 20s who just moved out of their parents' house, like, what they did. Mm-hmm. That would be horrifying. Yes. And, like, people with little kids all the time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I have a question about kids, and my question is, what the hell? <laughs> Toddlers innately know just when to give a parent a hug or say I love you, if for no other reason than to ensure their own survival. <laughs> yes. My five-year-old lost her first tooth and is very certain that the tooth fairy will give it to an old lady who really needs it. Oh, that's so cute! <laughs> you imagine a bunch of old people walking around, baby. <laughs> 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 oh, inconsistent size. <laughs> 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 my four-year-old gets tired and she can't stop crying and gets angry about literally everything and people keep, keep saying that she'll get better as she gets older, but seeing as I'm basically her 30 years later, I don't think these people know what they're talking about. <laughs> Four-year-old, I need my princess dress now. Me, you are the lady. Give me a princess dress, stop. Four-year-old, who are you talking to? Me, your servants. Four-year-old, I don't have servants. Me, exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to try that. <laughs> my, my 
bag and said, here's a flower just for you. I got it from the plastic tree you told me not to touch. <laughs> it's so cute. And I can use it. I know. Damn, kids. My daughter turned five today. She is currently having a meltdown because she still looks four. <laughs> yeah, 35 years from now, you're going to be like, fuck yeah, I still look 35. <laughs> watch a video on embryonic and fetal development and now I can't convince him that babies don't start off as actual shrimp. It's like special dinner nights, very complicated. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> my daughter saw my husband putting ice cream on a cookie and she looked at him and said, I wasn't aware that was something a person could do. <laughs> that is amazing, Dad. <laughs> Commercial on TV. Me as a kid. Hey, I have that toy. Me as an adult. Hey, I'm on that medication. <laughs> variant, my six-year-old decided that Americans will, will refer to it as Barbara from here on in. We are eating salted Barbara right now. I can't pronounce that shit. It's called Barbara. <laughs> That's what you should have done with those country names. Yeah. We just call everything Barbara. This is Barbara. This is Sandy. This is Paul. You guys just keep up. <laughs> Back in 2014, Happy by Pharrell spent 10 weeks at number one. Could you imagine if he dropped that song now? He would get three streams and a cease and desist letter from society. <laughs> oh my God, it's not true. It is true. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Sheep. <laughs> They're so wrong. <laughs> <laughs>